a lot. She was scrawny more than thin, as if not only she didn't eat enough, but what she did eat was crap. Mike outweighed her by more than 120 pounds. She'd picked him up in a bar, a drunk and powerfully built man, and now she was provoking him. She slapped him, then stepped right up into his face. Features twisted in a sneer, mouth blurry with smeared lipstick. You hear me, you asshole? You fuck me till I'm done, not till you're done. And go puke somewhere else, limp-dick asshole. Mike simply looked at her, breathing down another spasm of bile. She watched him, dark eyes bright with anticipation. She just challenged him, insulted his manhood. There was a script for this, a set sequence of events, one she was waiting for, trembling for. He was supposed to start wailing on her, beating her bloody. Right about now. She expected it, wanted it, was quivering for it. And if he could read female arousal right, and he had years of experience at it, she was getting off on the idea of being beaten up by him. Mike couldn't breathe. He needed to get out of here fast. Needed to get out of this disgusting bathroom, out of this disgusting apartment, out of this disgusting life. Now. She was standing in the doorway to the bathroom, blocking his way. Mike reached out to close his hands on her shoulders. Under his big hands, her bones felt like bird bones, barely covered by skin. She shivered, an uncontrollable movement of excitement. The game was about to begin, and man, she was so up for it. But instead of flinging her against the wall, Mike simply lifted her slightly off the ground and gently put her down a foot to the right so he could get out of this damned bathroom and get to his clothes before what was roiling in his stomach could come up and out again. He was pulling up his jeans when he felt her push his back. You son of a bitch, she screamed. Where the fuck you think you're going, huh? You're going to stay right here and get the job done, you bastard. Mike looked around for his boots, hearing her screeching voice as if it came from a distance, like a fly buzzing and batting against the window pane. He found his boots, one under the bed, one lying on its side under a rickety, splintered chair. He remembered tearing them off. He'd been in a rush to get his clothes off, get them into the bed, not because he'd been consumed by lust, he now recognized, but because he wanted to start fucking before the smell and the filthy mess he could see even in the dim light turned him off completely. Now that he'd puked up most of the alcohol and was semi-sober, he realized he'd been right to hurry because what he saw was enough to switch his dick right off. He was a Marine, even if he'd been SWAT with the SDPD and was now a partner in a thriving security business with his brothers, once a Marine, always a Marine. Marines were neat and organized. This awful hovel looked like rats nested here. Clothes flung everywhere. Not one thing folded. The bed had been unmade last night, sheets filthy and stained. The whole place stank of sweat and sex and despair, and, oh God, now that he was paying attention, a space was cleared off a table with a mirror and a razor blade 
and some white powder that had scattered. Shit, fuck, oh, fuck. A cokehead. He'd fucked a cokehead. Half fucked a cokehead. She was screaming abuse at him, kicking him, trying to pummel him with her fists. Mike was tempted to just stand there and let her abuse him because he deserved it. He was thirty-five years old. He'd been a soldier and a damn good one. He'd been SWAT, the best on the force. And now he was a partner in one of the most successful security companies in the country. He was one of the good guys. So what the fuck was he doing here with a cokehead? One with mental problems, too. What was the matter with him? He tuned back into what she was screaming. Asshole, what the fuck do you think you're doing, you fuckhead? You can't even keep it up. I thought I was bringing home a man, but I was bringing home a faggot who can't keep it up.